0: Hi everybody, welcome to Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassion please for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home mic today. We've got a very special guest with me. Thankfully, he's mesmerized by the video. Oh, no, no, he looked away. Oh, gosh. All right. Tiny little Teddy boys here. Tiny Teddy money. We're going to record just a little bit because Matt finally bought a house, which means he needs to put his house on the market by Sunday. Uh, because we're, uh, you know what I already said it. Yeah, because we're going on vacation. So (gasps) that's right. But there will be somebody here, so none of you. No breaking into that empty house, you
1: guys.
0: (laughs) Anyway, no uh, squatting. We want to get we want to get the house on the market by Sunday because we're going to be out of town. So we thought, all right, now have at it. Do open houses every day, what have you, and just get as many offers as possible. So yes. that's what we're going to attempt to do. But to do so, got to be done by Sunday. So, and if I you want to finish
1: a, your house plan, we need to quickly talk about the Iser plan.
0: That's right. And I gotta, I've also got a little teddy boy because Michelle's hard at work upstairs. And I gave her the worst news in the world. I was like, hey, she's like scrubbing away in the kitchen. And I said, guess what today is? <laughs> Actually, you know what I said? to introduce it i said What'd you say? um can i make you angry real quick
1: um that's okay equally uh <laughs> irresponsible on my side uh becky is outside uh with essentially we'll call him my father-in-law um redoing the walkway into my house and uh i walked right past him and said hey it looks great and then i got a cold beer and now i'm looking at teddy boy on a podcast so things are going <laughs> well for the uh the old Red Wings Rant boys. Let me tell you. Well, one of our
0: problem areas with Red Wings Rant is getting our schedules to sync up with Curtis. Curtis, what's going on? Curtis is aboard. So he's here, and we just announced this is probably going to be one of our shorter episodes because I've got to get back to work, and of course I have my little one here, and he's not going to let us go for an hour. So the time <laughs> is ticking, but Curtis, I'm so glad you're aboard. He does call out. Is our fan still part of the Izer plan? Um if I may, I don't know. Curtis, do you recognize this uh, <laughs> wonderful <laughs> piece of furniture back here? Because uh, it is 1,000% from art band. Um mm-hmm. And performance art, Johnny P's awards, Here's Johnny. Very nice. I, I like that. Uh, I'm going to make a request, performance art slash Johnny P, that that be your YouTube handle. is just here's Johnny. I feel like that would be pretty neat. Okay. Mike, um, no yeah. slides today, but I thought, why don't we just, maybe I could pull up like the cat friendly page just for, I don't know. I don't want to say for reference cause we've only <laughs> been talking about it and it's just kind of like for, how about for the viewers? They can have something to look at. Let's do that. Um, I, uh, I wanted to just ask the question, Mike, and I, we can frame it a couple of ways, and I
1: think we can answer this question at I'm, I'm bringing up Cap Friendly, so yeah. I'm no, around I, a little I, bit. No, I do want to talk um the Iser plan for sure, but I did want to just throw one question out to you. Ooh. Um, how big of fans, uh, I'm, I'm talking about the listeners and Matt and Teddy, um, are we of Dom Lushizan? And I'll say, let me adjust that question. Not fans, but how much do you trust his opinion?
0: I I trust it. I, th- I think he's been in line. I think it's just, like, you have to look at his stuff and also realize that his analytics are not the be-all, end-all, but it is a wonderful ingredient to help tell the story. And I think some people just get too angry because he's he shows off his ingredients And people are like, well, I don't want to just eat celery. And it's like, well, yeah, no, you got it. You're going to put celery into the chicken pot pie and it's going to be delicious after that sucker bakes for a little bit, but you got to add all those other ingredients to be able to properly interpret hockey. Right. Yeah. Is that fair? Did I answer that incorrectly? was not, was that not the fun answer? It's uh,
1: it's not, not a fun answer. Um, I only asked because he (laughs) published an article this week on the athletic, um, talking about the 10 worst, contracts in the national hockey league oh god um and the red wings did have um one member of that list came in at number 10 so there are nine worst contracts but i think a lot of those have a larger um, average annual value matt if you were to ballpark guess you have not read this article which red wing made this list based on everything
0: we've been talking about with the ben charat results on uh, him i know we're talking about i know we're talking about dom and i'm gonna bring up jay fresh's analytics so i'm gonna guess it's
1: ben charat man on the first guess bravo sir (laughs) um based on the projections uh not not too good bob um the (laughs) the war um we're looking at about negative uh 3.2 wins over the length of the contract so (laughs) only only negative 0.8 uh per season Right, not too bad. Right. Um, and then he Probably. valued the the contract itself. Uh, he's making three and a half and on the market, he's actually worse he's worth negative half a million dollars. <laughs> not right. not good. Not so ideal.
0: So technically he should be paying us to be on the ice. Um <laughs> Gotta throw um, out there, uh Chewy's aboard. He says hello yeah. to us and the kiddo, and his guest was Benny Sherratt.
1: Chewie, you're really good at this game. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, he's taken a lot into it. Um, you know, like point production where he's going to be, um, you know, on the red wing defenseman hierarchy, um, especially yeah. because he's estimating this is, it's a lot of money to be paying for a, a, a third pairing guy and, uh, potentially your, your sixth, uh, best defenseman. Um, you know, if you, if you want to use that, that word, but, um, Yeah, you know, he factors in the age, he factors in the length of the deal. Um, We're going to be paying Ben, uh, you know, I think, was it 4.8 officially into his age 35 season?
0: Yeah, and I'd have to point out how scared we were to see Mark Stahl come aboard. Because I I think if we look back at the Mark Stahl career, and his contract was cheaper, so that has to be pointed out, we may... Like, overpaying for free agents is kind of what happened. And don't forget, like, Mark Stahl was a part of... Um, well, you know what? He had a pretty hefty contract when he came aboard, too. But that second year was a little bit easier to stomach. But you got yeah. paid a to draft pick. Anyway, I'm talking about trading. And then, of course, you pick up a guy in free agency. You're going to overpay. We talk about that all the time. Which is kind of why I've leaned in the direction we've talked about in the past. That if you're going to go in free agency, you should go for the best of the best. Which... I talk out of both sides of my mouth because I've been pretty excited about this free agency period. And,
1: um, you know, we went um, a little
0: well, underneath the best of the I, best. But anyway, um, I mean, I, I guess I point out Mark Sell just to say that it's not the end of the world. Like, no. it's not the, 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 his performance is not decided,
1: you know? I don't, it's, uh, it's also not an unmovable contract. Um, but I, I think with this end of, ends up boiling down to and it still feeds into our thesis for this episode is um the Iser plan so i mean are you gonna put more eggs in the luchesin uh luchesin basket or the eiserman uh, basket
0: he always says it's like loose chicken
1: so it's loose chicken. loose chis-in? Yeah. in the loose chism the loose chickens basket or the Iserman basket
0: well then i'd go yeah i what's experience tell you be afraid of Mark Stall, but if then you, uh, walk away with him being a fan favorite and knowing that they found a way to use him properly.
1: Yeah, is that, is that fair?
0: Hey, it is. Hey, little man. Try stop trying to grab the microphone.
1: He's trying to drop the mic. He's like, we made our point. Let's move on. Yeah, next topic. Next topic. Thanks, Teddy. Um, but yeah, I guess. Uh, I know you wanted to do kind of an overarching. You know where we're at based on you know this free agency period in the Iser plan timeline
0: and our draft
1: and your draft. Yeah. Um, so
0: I, I guess what I asked was like, where are we at in the timeline? And it's like, all right, so then what's the end game, right? So the end game, I think is a successful team. I think if you become as competitive as I, it's tough. It's really hard to say this out loud because everybody would be like, oh, my God, you're forever away from this. But if you're in that top four bunch, like in the in the Eastern Conference, like that's what you're aiming for. Even if you don't win a Stanley Cup, it's still like that is the goal. Right. You're trying to get to that point where you're legit every season in that conversation of like, yep, this guy or this, this guy, I'm just he's throwing me off. This team is all about it. Like they're, they're going to make, they're going to make that push or they could make that push where at best next season, we've been talking about, Ooh, bubble team. (laughs) Who wants to get destroyed by the lightning, like kind of conversation. And that would be fun. And we'd have a blast in that first round. And if we made it to the second round, it would be, Oh my God. Like, uh, you, you couldn't, offer tickets fast enough, but you know, then there's reality. So it's (laughs) all right. Teddy's saying no. Um, Teddy disagrees, but, um, you know what I mean? Uh, and and Chewy throws it out there, like final four of our conference. I I would still say I would come outside. I would say regular season wise, you want to be the top four because playoffs can, can shake rail and roll into any sort of direction. I do have to throw out there our boy Eric Johnson aboard hi eric of course throwing out there the hi everyone uh city life project ha, 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 love it <laughs> um, chewy does throw out top eight maybe top eight out of the entire league is probably a good measuring stick i would say that that works out pretty good in my head um so that's kind of like how long till we're at that point is it's obviously tough to say, but you could start by measuring it and saying like when Iserman's asked this question, he's like, well, uh, you're three. You know, like, yeah. you're like there's that option.
1: Well, um, let's say that I-, I will say that he made a declaration uh, this free agency period hmm. that um, he loves base rot. Yeah, that he really loves Bench rot where where everybody else sees a you know full diaper and he sees an NHL top four defenseman. No, uh the declaration he was making is that you only go as far in this league, you know, like based on how far your stars are gonna take you. Um so, I mean you can build out depth, you can do, you know, a strong, you know, top nine, top twelve, but it's that first line I think that's really gonna, you know, have that extra gear, get those you know huge points in playoff games get huge clutch points and i feel like eiserman felt pretty good statistically about Bert, lucas and larkin so based on their performance i just um, wanted to bring up these xfinity ads for the youtube viewers that's all oh perfect those, yeah so. i was hoping to re um <laughs> no but i mean I, I don't think that we have this offseason if steve doesn't feel pretty comfortable about what the first liners did um offensively and the defensemen right so because Larkin, because Bertuzzi, because Raymond together um, you know, showed something that Steve, you know, nodded his head and said, All right, we can get behind this. He made a pretty big financial investment. Um, essentially, you know, building a whole second line um and adding a few guys two guys there's a Robin right outside of our window.
0: So he's really excited.
1: Um, Teddy, Sorry. I agree. Robins in <laughs> nature, uh, definitely more of a priority than another hockey podcast. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. That's
0: right, buddy. There's the Robin. <laughs> Thanks, Teddy. Yeah, sorry if your point was derailed <laughs> a little bit there with the...
1: You can't really compete with the little boy pointing at yeah. a Robin.
0: It's, yeah, it's exactly. Cool. It just put everything into perspective. Um, <laughs> but I, I brought up uh, the roster for all the YouTube viewers to kind of bring up, I guess, I guess it's, it's good to have this visual, right? Like how far away are we from being like what, even what the Boston Bruins were this year, um, <laughs> clearly we're far from uh, the Tampa Bay lightning. And
1: um, this is,
0: this might be it. This might be as I think far it's, as we can take this. Yeah. It might be time for
1: you to but... cancel your uh, zoo membership too, and just make sure Teddy's room has a window with a bird outside. You're going <laughs> to save a lot of money.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of them right now too. So this is this isn't gonna go great. There's also morning doves making their way around here. But anyway, um, I I wanted to just kind of yeah, you know, like if if we were going to see Lucas Raymond take the next step, and if we already had a uh, let, let's just say another top six forward, and everything else stays the same, there's got to be at least one or two more huge moves in the top six or in the top four. And that does leave space for like a trade deadline move, but I'm going to put it, I'm going to show you guys, you know, let's, let's do, I think Chewy answered and there goes my headset. All right. I got to keep one in Chewy answered. I'm so sorry. This is ridiculous. I should, we shouldn't have done this. (laughs) uh chewy says maybe next season not this season danimals is just excited for this to start and uh eric johnson kind of is helping make some of my points where it's like well where does where does burger fit (laughs) give me that buddy um and it's it's just one of those things if if one of the guys that we've already drafted that's on this team is going to end up filling out that that top six and not just like being a part of it i mean filling it out like nope that guy's top six no problem I still say three years from now yep
1: well are you i don't think i don't think that that's i don't think
0: from now are you saying you're surprised that it's too short or too long because i'm not saying that's the year we win the cup oh i'm saying we have the potential to be in that top four in the conference
1: I, so as far as expectations go and where we're at in the Iser plan, I would say you would be pretty pissed off if you're Iserman and you do not make the playoffs with this team. So at least that. So if there's like a natural progression of you making it and then actually winning a series and then a cup, yeah, three years is pretty close. I I would say, what if we put it this way? Like
0: legit (laughs) the playoffs start and the Red Wings, it's not. It's no question. The first round they should be or, like I mean, like favored. Not, you mean favored to win a series? Yeah, that that first year we're favored to win that first round series.
1: Uh I would think that that's not this coming season, it's the next one. So this season's wow. all about like surprises and getting getting feet wet.
0: Oh my god. I feel I, like
1: cuz I'm anticipating like, you know, more prospects coming up like not guessing about Bergren like seeing Bergeron contribute, not wondering about Edmondson, seeing Edmondson contribute. And then we're going to have opportunities Another to bird. be signed in a free agents. We saw, we saw this was going to be a sexy pool coming up this off season. Um, you know, a lot of names, a lot of guys and with some prime years left. Um, so we're actually in a pretty ideal situation to like build it out next year. Um, yeah.
0: And I think there's a lot of, Questions that if they get answered the right way, then this does get shortened. Um So here's the JK kind of throws out there. If Edmondson, and by the way, hi, JK. I, I don't recognize you in the chat. Uh, if Edmondson goes as well as expected, and if Casper, of course, this year's pick is as good as we all want him to be, I say we at least make it to the finals in three years. JK, you, oh my gosh. My, my heart is a flutter. I, I hope um now here's a crazy one Christie. I'm glad we're not going long because this could be a huge conversation but Christie throws out Bergerin, uh isn't on the team he he would request a trade um man I, <laughs> I don't throws know. out there and maybe wait two to three months of chemistry before they trade someone right, i i I do uh christy is uh he is he's he's aggressive. I I don't know if I was Bergeron if I'd go that route. Um but I do like the sentiment. It does it, like Chris is just confident and and we are all confident. I, in I don't I don't think he has like, quite I, the uh
1: quite the standing in the league that, you know, like uh, Matthew Kachuk does. So he he might have to wait a few more years. Um
0: Yeah, like if Lucas Raymond got sent down, then I'd be like if I was Lucas, I'd be like, well, oh, wait, what are we doing here?" But Bergeron, right? Like I think there's still like, there isn't even space for him on this roster right now. Technically, there's no space for Bergren. I would put him, I I trust him quite a bit. He would be on my roster. But technically, we could fill out a roster without Bergren.
1: Yeah, it was just uh, another kind of interesting little nugget going uh, through the athletic again, just trying to get my, my fill uh, waiting for the season to start. And they yeah. just um, had an article about um, top 50 prospects who are drafted. Um, so that could be the past couple years, not necessarily this season. Yeah, um,
0: I believe we had one name on that list, or two. We had a single name. It was uh,
1: Edvinson, which makes sense. We ha- Wait, we might have had two. I think no, we only had one.
0: Really? Oh my god.
1: Yeah, Bergeron um, did not make the list.
0: There wasn't uh, a Casper.
1: Nope, no Casper. Wow. Oh,
0: that's right. He was um, he was like third on the list for uh. What do you call just that? missed the cut yeah yeah well, honorable mentions yeah all right Teddy's um, getting heavy here too so um <laughs> for anybody who's coming in late we did say we would do a shorter episode and and he's getting restless but let's let's kind of let's hone in on an answer here we we'll, we'll, or we'll recap what what our thought process i will is.
1: say as far as the Ezra plant goes this should be a playoff team um, and you should be one of the teams that's sniffing around and buying because you have a lot of good trade chips um your your first round picks are still going to be in the teens, um, and you have prospects that are just on the cusp of being ready to play in the NHL. So if you get impatient, you got young guys, cheap guys, club control, and you got draft picks up the wazoo. So this should be a playoff year and a pretty exciting trade deadline.
0: Uh, Quick shout-out to Jared. What's going on? We're about to sign off. Um, (laughs) Eric does throw out injuries. Do happen. So, uh, Freddie... Uh, Especially on this team. Uh,
1: Bergeron will probably be there opening night uh, when Verona goes down. Yeah. Uh, Perron is too old. Uh, and we just go down the list. Sadina, ineffective. Uh, Bergeron will quickly be on the second line. So don't worry, guys.
0: And I'm kind of in line with, with JK here almost uh, almost completely now that I look at both his comments. We need Bergeron, Cross, Hannes, uh, Soderblom, or one of these later-round pick guys to be gems. And then he is predicting uh, a star free agent in a couple years for a push. Because I think if you could get some of these guys to to line up this roster, that's where Steve's making those trades where, you know, McDonough's already out out of Tampa this year, but that's where those trades start to happen. All right, we're counting down here. Losing my headset. Um, that's that's where the, those final trades start to happen. You lose the guys that you drafted because you, you know that there's a specific piece you want to fit somewhere in the top four of the D. But that's where a couple of your draft picks have to hit. And I think we might have one at a Berggren. So to JK's point of point, you know, throwing out a Hannes, I, I would love for Elmer if it was Soderblom that was cracking oh, the lineup and going from a 6 Any excuse to say that guy's pick, name every single game.
1: Oh, yeah. Elmer Soderblom, Andy's a unicorn. Oof, please give me more.
0: With all that being said, I I do still feel like three years is the most accurate way. Or not the most accurate way. Yeah. Um, feels like that timeline where we can get one or two more of these guys to round out, uh, figure out what's going on with these draft picks. Probably. Uh, I mean, we just kind of made fun of Ben Gerard, but you know, I think at some point <laughs> that, that had, that can't be in our top four for us to say, all right, now we are an ultra competitive team, but, um, making those moves, um, to, to get a guy like Ben Trott to move down the lineup is once that happens, that's when that's when we're ready to roll. I I do like all of our signings this year and I do think they mean a lot of good. But there's still some stinky things to pull from how this lineup is shaken out. Um and what you would picture like the Tampa Bay Lightning lineup having in regards to uh, Yeah, we, you know, we don't quite have a Stamkos on the, the second 12. line. Yeah, the 12 uh, forwards here and uh, yeah, yep. Um all right. That being said, Jared, he does throw out there. We're signing off just because Jared signed in. Um I promise <laughs> it's not what happened. Uh and I do apologize because our viewing our viewer numbers keep going up, but I do need to go. I gotta paint the ceiling and put my house on the market this Sunday. So uh I do apologize at this If you want to say hi to Matt, podium.
1: maybe you put in an offer, huh?
0: Yeah. Yeah, if one of you guys lands the house, we can meet. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What was I going to say? Oh, my God. All right. So uh, find us on... uh, Oh, shoot. Uh, DraftKings thingy. uh, (laughs) We've got uh, a DraftKings sports book, especially this summer, with tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports. You can... Fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving the new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right, make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN and make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet. I keep saying Brett up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See. She, Show notes for details. All right. What time was that? It was uh, about the 24-minute mark.
1: <laughs> yep. For your wife, it was six hours. Matt, you're dead.
0: <laughs> all right. Um, we will, uh, I will be out of town next week, so there won't be an episode, which is why it was so important, even though I had all this stuff to do, that we got some sort of conversation in. But yep. we will see you guys in a couple weeks. Oh, and if you're at the Rocket Mortgage Classic on Friday, uh, we will be there. So uh, we'd like to hang out and grab drinky-poo. So... <laughs> Hit us up, on social. We'll uh, we'll see where you're at, and we'll have a beer on 18. Who knows? All right. Toodaloo, everybody. Have a good one. Bye, Teddy
1: boy.